Welcome to Chicken and the Nuggets. We got the chicken. We got the nuggets. We got the Noah Reynolds. My name is Jacob Rupp. Uh, what's going on, Noah? Not much, Jacob. The most official beginning I think we've ever had <laughs> that you've ever opened. I, you know what? I'm also looking at you through a Zoom. I don't like that. I'm going to close that window. <laughs> I'm not going to look at you anymore. That's much better. Uh, I am happy to be here. Um, and yes, a lot of chicken, a lot of nuggets. Uh, good news. A lot of good news. We've uh, It's been a good week. And I'm well. How are you, Jacob? Oh, I am doing great, Noah. And before we get into the wing of it all, the nuggets of it all, uh, we just have to shout out our favorite kings in the world, Draft yeah. Kings, Noah. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, the second round. A, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And the action just increases from game to game. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is where, well, and by the way, to um, to sort of <laughs> go off of that, it's um, this is where the contenders are separated from the pretenders. And to give you some skin in the game, DraftKings will be offering free to play pools every day of the basketball playoffs, offering players a free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes. Now, every day of the basketball playoffs, that would be today and tomorrow and, God, all the way through usually – Sometimes July, but certainly June. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. You can you can win so many chicken tenders, Noah. Yeah. And you know that's what we do here. We separate the tenders from the pretenders. You that's know? right. Very good. <laughs> that is pretty good. Uh, but that's up to ten thousand dollars in total prizes for grabs each day. The best part, Noah, it's mm. free. And I know that's your favorite prize. Hey, it is my favorite price. <laughs> it's yours and- too. It's everyone's favorite price. Shut up. It is my favorite price, and I just want to shout out KFC already. Uh, that's what our episode is about. Uh, they gave us free little chocolate cakes, yeah, which that was great. and both ended up at my house. So now I just have a couple of chocolate oh, cakes. Yeah. So wow, that is great. Yeah, we love free here. DraftKings, of course, free to play pools are easy to enter. You just gotta download DraftKings app. We all have apps. We all know how to download. Once you download that app, you go to pools and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. That paper. That paper, Noah. And all you have to do is answer some questions. We know questions. We did CSAPs all throughout our our, uh, schooling years. We know how to fill out some bubbles, Noah. Mm -hmm. And that's all you have to do is answer some questions about that day's basketball games. You could have made one today about whether uh, Kawhi would uh, take over this game seven, which he did. So, mm-hmm. um, Well put. And um, questions can range from like what you said to, you know, who's going to hit the most threes to who, which team's going to score first. A lot of questions. There are a lot of questions you can ask in sports. Um, you can ask like, um, is Jokic going to take the floor with just a little bit of mustard on his jersey or something like that? You can bet on that. On DraftKings. Um, and DraftKings, of course, is safe, secure, and reliable. Three things we are looking for in this world today. So you could deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top rated DraftKings app now and use the promo code TBPN, the yes. Basketball Podcast Network, when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN. 
for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility, these restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right. Well, we're ready to get into the show. The thanks again to our sponsors, DraftKings. <laughs> and again, this is our second week, Jacob. We're doing it. And plenty of people still think it's some sort of bit or joke. And, you know, we peddle in funnies, which I understand. But this is as, this is as real as serious as a heart attack. So we're, we're continuing to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we uh, already have DraftKings tattoos. Um, right. on our bodies uh right. we are uh DraftKings till we die um and and, and, and DraftKings until our shoe drops is i think we what we say had had a i had a conversation with a, a lad at the bar the other day and i was like what do you what's your um your vice uh for betting he's like oh i'm a fan duel uh man myself and i i beat him up in front of his family let me tell you mm-hmm. i don't uh, i don't take kindly to to people like that um, around me. So yeah, we're, we're ride or die. Definitely use that promo code, um, when you can. And yeah, all the stuff we said. I, I, I heard Aaron Hernandez uses FanDuel. Noah. He does. Uh, so, he absolutely yeah, does fan. and did. <laughs> and, uh, you know, who wouldn't, uh, use FanDuel Noah is the Colonel, the Kentucky fried chicken. Uh, that is our chicken of the week. <laughs> Right. Uh, we're going to get to the super hot Denver Nuggets later and have a victory lap of sorts. But first, we had a victory lap in our mouths, Noah, with the KFC spicy chicken sandwich. Uh, first of all, I just want to open with this. I, I, I've talked to you about chicken we could try or whatever, and, and you said you've never had KFC. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, I did say that in it. I realized after I said it, I have definitely had it one time. And um, it was actually during a comedy festival and it was, it was fine. It was good, but it's not, it's definitely not in my, um, you know, catalog or uh, of, of places that I go and for, and not for any particular reason. All right, cool. Well, the KSC. <laughs> and yeah, uh, over. <laughs> Sorry. So what did you think about uh, your, your the spicy chicken sandwich? No. Oh, wow. We're going to get right into it. Okay. Let's well, go. we do. It is important to note that the spicy chicken sandwich is a new addition to the KFC menu. The spicy chicken sandwich that we, um, let's see, uh, were, um, it's a new product. So it, it, you know, I can't quite get a feel of the whole menu if I'm going to try something brand new. I thought it was delicious, Jacob. Um, I thought it was a very good meal. We got the box, sort of the box um, combo, which, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that comes with the chicken sandwich, comes with some coleslaw. And I mean, fans of the pod know exactly where each of us stand on coleslaw. Um, And then also came with a side of mac and cheese. Um, so sort of a big hefty meal there. Um, and yeah, it was tasty. I didn't, didn't really care much one way or the other for the mac and cheese. Um, probably would have been fine with just the sandwich. Um, and, uh, yeah, but I did think it was very good, had a nice tang to it. Um, and I, you know, hats off to the Colonel as well. First off, I want to give a big shout out to those box combos. I know they're yes. kind of stupid and it's a dumb idea, but for someone like me who hates talking to people, 
it's awesome to have a number just to shout at a person <laughs> and you don't have to say anything else uh, besides, oh, give me that 13 box. Give me that four for four. Give me that uh, Taco Bell box. They have boxes too, I think. You know, uh, other uh, value menus like that. Shout out, because uh, they know if you're going to eat uh, fast food like that, you're probably already pretty ashamed. So it's it's already pretty good to just, uh, uh, I sometimes, you know, I write it down on a piece of paper. I'm just yeah. like the number 14 box and I slide it over <laughs> like I'm robbing a bank and I give it to the fast food cashier a lot. And um, but so, <laughs> yeah. so that, that, that is even better because you don't even have to talk to anyone and, and I'm already wearing a mask. So that's right. cool. That's uh, <laughs> sort of like the few chicken places we've gone where the menu has like a total of four items and all those items are basically just a variation of each of the items, you know, like Cane's is sort of like that, that one uh, hot chicken place we went where it's, you know, you could get a chicken sandwich or three piece chicken tenders or, you know, uh, a chicken tenders with a side of a sandwich or something. It's all the same mm-hmm. stuff. And it's a simple simplicity, I think, Jacob. And who taught us that? Steve Jobs. And I think that is sort of something that in the marketing world has been um, left astray. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, going to be a running through line of our podcast. It's just kind of respect for Steve Jobs in general. Thank you. Uh, right. Yeah. So we, we, we just want to keep that up going for sure. Here's- um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, well, okay. I guess uh, so. I My thing was, you know, people are all worried about what Bill Gates is doing to the, these vaccines. I was like, if Steve Jobs was alive, you know, he would, he would be doing, um, he'd be doing awful things. Anyway, I'm doing bits. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. The eye vaccine, huh? All right. We'll, we'll go. We'll it's the eye vaccine. Very good. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I do love KFC. Uh, KFC growing up to me, Noah was uh, almost right behind Wendy's as almost oh. the, the second place that you go to after a sporting event is kind of uh, my how I look at KFC. is like, oh, I just played flag football and didn't really do anything on defense at all. Uh, then I deserve uh, a plate of KFC chicken. Um, oh, well, go ahead. What would you get when you were a child? Yeah, so that was my other point. Uh, okay. I don't think, um, since you don't have a lot of experience at KFC, the bucket is a Mm. huge deal uh, to just get for a family, especially a poor family. Uh, You can just get a bucket. I wasn't implying anything. No one doesn't say it. (laughs) (laughs) I've had a bucket of chicken before, you dick. Everybody loves a bucket of chicken. (laughs) That's like a universal thing. It's a universal language like sports or art. You know, <laughs> bucket of chicken, dick. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I just, um, I, I love it. I, I, it reminds me of uh, being very poor at sports, but be, but really looking forward to either eating chicken nuggets at Wendy's or uh, fried chicken at KFC. <laughs> so it's, it's a reminder of being poor <laughs> athletically and also economically. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much poor across the board. So now that yeah, you bring it up like that, it does feel a little less. <laughs> yeah, well, now, uh, I mean, to look up on. yeah. Uh, again, though, our sponsor DraftKings promo code TBPN is flip the uh, fronting the bill for these chicken ventures we're having now. So it must feel pretty good. I mean, we've we've made it. Um, so that's 
you know, let's feel good. Well, I mean, when, when you're eating those bucket of chickens and back when you weren't getting picked for basketball, would you ever think that a major sports book would ever be um, the one funding your ventures? Did you ever no, think that would happen, Jacob? No, exactly. No, and and, and it's it's so cool because uh, I, we just, you know, when you sign receipts, we just put DraftKings on there and they just take care of it. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. In the signature line. And um, also, we actually shouldn't be telling people that because people you can just do that technically for most places you can just mm-hmm. write or for checks for memo in the memo line, just write draft Kings, um, put it on my draft Kings tab or whatever. Yeah. Just from Jeff Bezos written on a check. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, we have no idea how draft Kings works or anything, but we're, no. we're happy to be with them. How, how did you enjoy your sandwich? Uh, I really liked it, Noah. And it's so funny to me now, uh, I think starting with the Popeye's chicken sandwich craze that right. kind of took over social media and, and the nation yeah. and the nation. Um, it, it's, it's, it's very similar to that, you know? And, Felt and like I it. told, I told a friend about that, that chicken sandwich and he, he was like, yeah, I've also heard Burger King has a very similar chicken sandwich. Now that's new and supposed to be very good. So uh, I don't know if we're going to do that on the podcast because you're shaking oh. your head, but I'm well, definitely going to that. I was shaking yeah. my head, and then all of a sudden I realized that our sponsor, DraftKings, would probably – I mean, it mm-hmm. makes more than enough sense to go to Burger King sponsored by DraftKings. So, yeah, obviously we should probably fucking do that. Yeah, we're going to have to say that for sweep, sweeps week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> sweeps <laughs> sweeps week by you sweeps as in when the Nuggets sweeps the uh, Phoenix Suns. <laughs> oh damn. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, nuggets predictions in the chicken section. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> blowing our load early this week, folks, and that's good. <laughs> that is good. That shows how excited we are because we have uh loads to blow. Yeah, um, and we're still I mean we still got chicken. Um, Jacob, do you know where the first KFC was ever was opened? I told no. you this in the car, so yeah. Is it Kentucky? And I, no, I it's so not. Okay, um, it is Salt Lake City, Utah. How about that? Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, shout out to the, the Jazz. Yeah, j- no, no. Oh, okay. All right, no. Anti. Right. By the way, I rescind that. Anti. Shout out to the Jazz. Anti shout out to the jazz. Uh, we're coming. I think it's okay. We're doing more nugget stuff, but uh, I that's interesting though. How the first KFC in Salt Lake City, um, and now there's literally KFCs everywhere, including in China. Noah, I used to have a book I found at a thrift store once uh, that uh, was a, a titled KFC in China, and it basically uh, outlined how big KFC is there. Um, which is basically a fancy restaurant to them in China and right. where families go and have uh, celebrations or um, holidays, uh, which begs me the question, Noah, what fast food place would you go to uh, on like a, uh, uh, I don't, uh, not Christmas, but you know, Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, <laughs> what fast food place would I go to on Thanksgiving in another country or in this country? What? Let's do another country. Yeah, that's more fun. What a weird question. <laughs> what fast food place would I go to on Thanksgiving in another country? Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I did do this. I Because I. it's funny we're t- having this conversation. Um, I, I just randomly, for a joke or whatever, just for fun, been looking up where the largest of every fast food restaurant is in the world. 
And mm. I'd go to the biggest Wendy's in the world, which is in Tbilisi, Georgia. <laughs> oh, whoa. Yeah. How um, big is it? It's three stories. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, and we should definitely go there. Yeah, for those of you, again, I'm talking about Tbilisi, Georgia, the capital city of Georgia, the country, not the state of Georgia. So that is oh, uh well, maybe yeah. we should. Oh, Jay, Jacob didn't know that until I just said it. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm dumb. Well, I answered your question because you said a different country on Thanksgiving. So, um, yeah, that's where I'd go. Where would you go? Uh, a Taco Bell in Australia. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. just wanted to ask that question so I could ask you your answer, which you knew immediately. Hey, uh, that's kind of how podcasting works, baby. I know. I know. Google. I know. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I heard this, too, in um, China, that um, Colonel Sanders is actually called First General Secretary Sanders. Is that accurate? <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. And, and, and they, uh, they blur out his eyes, I think. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's crazy that it has taken me so long. I'm a fan. I mean, I'm a, certainly a fan. I was, again, I was not a not fan before. I just never really... Um, partook um, and um, yeah I'm not a fan of necessarily Kentucky you know for whatever they've done over the years um, our fan our, our 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 good friend Jamal Murray played basketball in that state so I guess mm-hmm. I have a soft spot for that um, yeah. rest in peace coast K apparently um, right that's North Carolina right uh, so it's yeah. a different state what <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh coach K as in Calipari no, no, move on. I fucked it up. Yeah, yeah, you're dumb. You're dumb today. <laughs> Jacob's dumb. Jacob's dumb today, everybody. Um, so uh, I don't know what my point was, but yeah, I I plan. I I do recommend to the listeners if you haven't <laughs> if you haven't had KFC, <laughs> uh, I you know I I recommend it, especially the new Sammies. The new Sammies are good. French fries. I thought the French fries were good. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I know I bring this up a lot, but shout out the mashed potatoes for my wisdom teeth. I did eat a lot of KFC mashed potatoes um, as well. Um, so that hurt, that, that helped my team tins. And um, Noah, if you ever need uh, lunch recommendations from KFC, uh, mm-hmm. a famous bowl is is where it's at. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, we should have tried those actually. Maybe we'll do it uh, if we ever run out of ideas. But um, <laughs> yeah. The famous bowl is a bowl. Uh, everything KFC has to offer. It has mashed potatoes. It has gravy. It has cheese. It has mm. corn. It has little chicken uh, nugget things. Yeah, and uh, that is just uh, a party in your mouth. And for and the bowl famous, you know. I mean, it says it in the title. So, well, I've never heard of him or her, and I'm kidding. Of course, I'm aware of the famous bowl. Um, I would do that. It sort of seems to me a little bit like it's so out of control that um like i would almost rather eat i like four big macs to me seems more reasonable than one famous bowl and i know it's of course not but just because of the norms and traditions you know mm-hmm. it seems like a famous bowl is going against like nature and god and whatnot and just so against the grain but hamburgers are so regular um yeah. and traditional that you know if you were like oh i had uh, i had a famous bowl from KFC for lunch. People would be like, wow, you are, you're horrible. You're trash. And then I'd be like, I had a few burgers. 
Yeah, it's like uh, it's way more uh, acceptable. Acceptable to about, like, society. Uh, Ninety nuggets in one sitting is more than yeah. uh, than something like that. But a uh, shout out uh, KFC, uh, Noah. I also wanted to ask you about um, one of my favorite things, which is kind of a meme at this point, but is the KFC combination places, which oh, mostly yeah, is. is with KFC and Taco Bell. Um, but I love those places. I uh, That used to be an event for me as a right. like teen, probably still to this day, actually. Uh, I put it on the calendar like this is the day we're going to kfc taco bell and i get to wreck my stomach and my yeah. insides by getting something from both menus uh do you have any um like yes fantasy question. uh, uh, uh combos um for uh sure. it's a fast food place sure um are we talking like probably just fast food we, we don't want to do fast cash right ah, get crazy whatever you want Oh God! Uh, I'm gonna have to think because again, you probably have an answer, so I have to think. I don't have an answer. I just, I just, I brought it up just talking about it, bro. We're just chicken, just chilling, talking. I don't know. Yeah. Um, now we're I'm both trying to, venting yeah. or not venting, stalling. So um, I'm just trying to think of the grossest, the absolute grossest. Maybe a Sonic and a Carl's Jr. combo. <laughs> Ooh, that does sound pretty rough. Yeah. I was, I was, yeah. If we're doing gross. Uh, yeah, Chipotle and Charles Jr. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna Carl say Jr. a Chipotle one too, but that I just had Chipotle for lunch, so I didn't want to think about it. <laughs> it was yummy, it was really good. I always get good. the biggest brick every time I go into Chipotle. This is no shit, and we're off topic again. But I'm like, uh, I'm cares? going to every time I go into Chipotle, I'm like, I'm going to try to get the biggest burrito I can. Every time I go in there and, and I know that it's going to piss off whoever's rolling the burrito. And I, I do not care if they can do it anymore because I've, I've gotten my Chipotle thing down to like where I can buy a $10 burrito and the food in it is essentially like $20 worth of food. <laughs> That's I'm so good. It's like, it's unbelievable what I can do with a Chipotle burrito. It really so what is, is. What is ahead. the strategy? No. What is the strategy? Like what, what's, what's the deal then? Well, what I'm not going to share on like an extremely popular podcast, my strategy for absolutely owning Chipotle. No way, dude. Sorry. <laughs> no way, dude. Sorry. I'll tell you maybe off mic one of these days. Noah uh, walks out of Chipotle with stock shares of the <laughs> restaurant. All yeah, right, all go. I do is I really just cry until they give me freak walk. <laughs> No, yes. I want it. <laughs> you come dressed up in a costume, and they're like, "That's only yeah. on Halloween that yeah. you get a favorite." Yeah, and also we crying. don't we don't even do that on Halloween anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's the kid that pisses his pants until we get him food. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> there's there's that pissy Noah again. It's like, why don't we just why don't you just give him his food now every time? Um, yeah, shout out to Chipotle and their adobe chicken, and of course the barbacoa, all the stuff there, yeah. um, and. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Jacob. Yeah. We fucked up. We fucked up. We should probably take the people through a little bit of the journey of why we ended up with KFC too. Cause this was not our plan, right? No, this wasn't our plan. And uh, we, we have been, it's funny you bring up Chipotle cause we have been trying to get a Mexican chicken on the menu, you know, and, and, and we don't want it. We want to be a, a uh, all exclusive podcast especially when it comes to cuisine almost uh, you know um uh, only i would say only, only when it comes to cuisine <laughs> and, nothing uh, else 
nothing else. Uh, but so yeah, uh, me and Noah and friend of the podcast, Harris Alterman, and uh, fiance of the podcast, uh, Miriam Moreno, uh, went down. Future to, guests. Future guests went down to Pueblo, Colorado, um, uh, Spanish for city. Uh, yeah. We went down there um, to do a comedic show in the backyard of a, another comic. Shout out Brad Galley. A shout out um, and shout out Dave and Lori Galley. Gorgeous mm-hmm. couple, gorgeous home. Thanks for having us. So our original plan was uh, to bring <laughs> Harris to a Mexican restaurant to eat some chicken and then we could talk about it on the podcast the next day. And uh, we did not, first of all, we did not tell Harris about this. So, uh, <laughs> he was he was unavailable uh, on the Sunday today when we were recording the podcast. So uh, that was out. And then we did not uh, allow enough time on our trip to stop at a restaurant. So we had to uh, settle for fast food that we ate uh, like 15 minutes before showtime. Uh, at the show in at in, the show in Brad's parents' backyard, and people were—I mean, we looked like trash. People were just like looking at us, like, "Oh, KFC, huh?" <laughs> yeah, a lot of like, uh, yeah, a lot of dad jokes, like, "Oh, they brought us KFC," and and, and, and we, in hindsight, we should have gotten a couple yes. buckets and just handed out chicken. Yeah, it would have been made the show probably better, even though it, we did have a really good time. Everybody did well. Um, Bradley Gadley, again, friend of the pod, um, uh, born and bred, uh, Pueblo's own, as they say. He, I texted him ahead of time. I was like, great chicken places in Pueblo. What are good ones? And he gave me great suggestions. And of course, we fucked up and we just, we didn't <laughs> have the time or the wherewithal to, um, uh, to do as we should have. So <laughs> we had everything in place to be successful and we didn't. And it sort of reminds me of like, um, I don't know, the Knicks or the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, yeah, we, we're, we're, I, we're a young team with promise, you know. I, I lean more towards the Knicks. The Knicks, but, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm quickly, uh, I'm Emmanuel quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am also Emmanuel quickly. But Yeah, um, I think so too. You're definitely not. <laughs> you're definitely not King Julius. No, I, I, oh, dude, Julius Randall's too tough. I could never be like a Randall pipe. All right, we yeah. don't get into that. No, uh, it's good. It's self awareness is good, though, and I agree. We talk about KFC, Taco Bell's, uh, Noah, and uh, shout out to the galleys for their house slash comedic, <laughs> yeah, uh, comedy club, uh, comedic another, club, <laughs> comedic club. That's what we call them in the biz. <laughs> Uh, any last thoughts about KFC, Noah? Um, I, I, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but they are the current champion of, of chicken for the week. Um, yeah, definitely current champion. Were you asking Correct. me a question? What was your Any career? more thoughts? Any more thoughts oh. about KFC before we move on? <laughs> um, no. I think the, cur- the colonel has maintained his, um you know position in the military and his longevity for this amount of decades because what a broke don't fix and 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 that's the state motto of of kentucky i'm pretty sure if it ain't broke don't fix and that's why it took them so long to treat people of different colors so long uh sorry equally (laughs) because they're like if it ain't broke don't fix the um most the most winning coach in kentucky basketball history we've talked about this his name is adolf Adolf, Adolf Rupp. Actually. Adolf Rupp, baby. Yeah, yeah so shout out. My, yeah, uh, namesake. Fa- 
favorite Adolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Def- he, frankly, should be everybody's favorite Adolf. Uh, and there's speaking of Mexican and chicken, there's a place in Pueblo called Adolfos, or probably Adolfos. But so it all kind of comes circles back around. Um, fan of KFC will go back. Do suggest. Do suggest. Uh, shout out um, popcorn chicken as well. That used to be a childhood favorite. I mean, another way to just uh, make nuggets and call it something else. Um, the, mm. the popcorn chicken boneless chicken i don't want to get into this but we're gonna have a flow chart available on our website at some point um depicting what chicken goes where noah so uh everyone look forward to that and uh look forward to our ted talk um on (laughs) what constitutes a nugget all right noah let's get into it uh the denver nuggets uh oh that's why the, the podcast is titled that huh what Nothing. Okay. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, Noah, in six games have eliminated the Portland Trailblazers. And. Go ahead. Sorry, there was a, literally a gunfight outside of my window. It was crazy. Oh, yeah, I heard that. That was cool. Uh, Did you hear it? Mine, mine was uh, R2D2 flying through the sky. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you know that. Uh, so uh Noah, we Nuggets are still in the playoffs. Uh after uh being written off when Jamal Murray got hurt, after mm-hmm. being written off when Will Barton got hurt, <laughs> after nobody knowing who P- PJ Dozier is, uh after uh losing to the Trailblazers the first game, the Nuggets were written off. Uh Noah, Nuggets at six in Jokic we trust. How do you feel about it? I think it's probably exactly that. Um Actually, well, yeah, six, because then I actually think so, too, because then that would that would mean that this game six would be in Denver. So actually, I agree with that. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. I think and now you seeing, um, I, I think we're seeing a, a season and a player in which that they're carrying a team that hasn't been seen since like, um, well, since like that. What was it? Oh, seven or oh, eight. 0607 LeBron season or like since those um early Spurs seasons where he's he's just making everybody better and it's just it's so clear and it's crazy I'm saying all the regular stuff but like um yeah we went to that we went to the DAE we went to a bar um that was a it's a sports bar that is um they do stuff they have you can shout them out yeah yeah you can shout them out all right (laughs) I don't know I didn't know where we yeah of course they're great (laughs) <laughs> they are fantastic and i i was going to talk about that noah uh probably the first moment that i felt like uh we were past a pandemic yeah uh, me too if it's true or not is debatable for sure but mm-hmm. uh it is the most uh fun i've had in a crowded bar uh not even like probably for a couple years even you know uh i it, enjoyed watching the bar full of a bunch of cool people just watching the nuggets dude yeah i agree i generally hate bars and um i spend generally i mean we spend our careers in that's what we do almost every night is just go to bars and talk and i hate bars especially sports bars where you know they're a bunch of douchebags and they're all drunk and but you know it's all the regular thing but the thing about this one and again um ton of fun the dnvr bar um everyone there is a nuggets fan the only game on of course is the nuggets game you know, it, it was, it, the, you know, 
everybody's cheering and stuff. People are chanting and stuff. Uh, People started yelling at Nurkic and um, yeah, it felt like you were at a game and of course you're at a bar. So um, you don't have to worry about being uh, at the game. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't have to right because you're, you have different manners than you would. I mean, not everybody. Some people act really trashy at games, which I try not to, but um, because yeah, it felt good manners, bro. It felt more acceptable in the bar to chant "fuck Zach Collins" than it yeah. did to like actually do it at Zach yes. Collins. You know, because yeah. like when you're there, you're like, well, I mean, he's a basketball player. He he made yeah. it. That's like not yeah. a lot of people make it. To yeah, he's a person. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, Patrick, friend of the pod, uh, former pod uh, guest Patrick Richardson, like, and I were starting to get up on the like booths, like we're a bunch of children, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, and um yeah well definitely that's a place to go for these games and like i said you know it's not like a you're going to a sports bar where there's a, a bunch of different games and and people are not paying attention to different shit it's like this just the nuggets game is on and everyone's just watching the nuggets game um so it feels like it's a real event which it was yeah. ton of yeah. fun uh going backwards a little bit noah i just wanted to touch on the incredible uh everyone's on twitter instant classic uh playoff game the double overtime game on tuesday which the nuggets uh withheld the storm the the great storm of damian lillard and uh just slow and steady uh winning that game and i think the importance of that cannot be underscored uh i mean obviously they get an opportunity to close out the series the next game but uh, what a huge performance in that double overtime game, Noah. And I don't know about you, but I've watched the past uh, Jokic uh, passing to Michael yeah. Porter Jr. Uh, that broke Robert Covington's ankles yeah. in the air uh, to kind of uh, seal that game uh, a thousand times. And um, I that that might be the best pass I've ever seen and like the best uh in like the most clutch situation ever and uh just no and i don't know if you noticed Jokic just walking off the court he he like knew michael porter was hitting that shot too and he's just 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 a a crazy action star walking away from a hospital exploding right exactly by the way saving all the children and all the women in the hospital after before it explodes but i agree yeah, yeah. yeah that pass was unbelievable and half of me was like of course um and and duh right um and yeah he's he's creating but yeah it goes back to what i'm saying how making everybody better he's creating a rapport with mpj that he was had and cultivating with jamal and he can you know if he has that um that connection that the three of them have i mean that's a legitimate big three that could control the nba for um a long time um and uh yeah, gosh, you know, yeah, Dame went off in that game, sure, but he, Jokic also le- ended with thirty-eight, I think, right? And um, and both it was, it was, it you know, it's all the cliches, but it was sort of a uh, a whose team has the better player at the end of the game, and Jokic was the better player. He just did more because you know, for as much as Dame does shooting around, he just he doesn't facilitate. Um, he can't facilitate the way that that Jokic does yeah you know and and 
uh, shout out to the Blazers podcast, part of the, yes, uh, the of basketball course. podcast network that that we went on, and you know, Busted uh, Buckets podcast with Zach Weiss and uh, Blazing Ben, Blazers Ben, Blazers Ben, and so uh, yeah, and we we did talk about that game quite a lot on that podcast. If you want to hear more, uh, uh, talk about that, but. It's funny, Noah, and they're not the only ones, but I've seen a lot of talk about the Trailblazers not getting help around Dame, especially yeah. in the overtime. And I get it that they didn't make any shots in those double overtimes. But to me, there was like no reason why the Trailblazers should be in that game, you know, besides Damian Lillard. So exactly. it's like Damian, Damian Lillard's so good that it, it like flashes a spotlight on other players when they shouldn't even have been kept on playing. Right. Uh, if Damian Lillard didn't get 55 points, if he got a regular 35 points, you know, then the Nuggets win by whatever that math. Why? Go, go ahead, Jacob. No, that was it. Uh, that's all <laughs> I was saying. Uh, um, I just shout out the Trailblazers. Um, and- yeah, I miss I, – sorry, real quick, I misspoke. I said Zach Weiss, who was the – Cavaliers podcast we also did this week. The Blazers podcast is, of course, the the Boston Buckets podcast with um, uh, Thomas. The Busted Bucket podcast. Everybody go to that. Love that. And Blaze and Ben. Blazers. Ben. Where we went into the double overtime game, but um, back to Jokic overall this series, Noah. He had one bad game, but besides that, he's still averaging over 30 points. I mean, what a crazy statement, you know, and I love it because Jokic is going to win the MVP, and now there is zero chance for anyone to question it. (laughs) And and there is never going to be like, oh, this is your MVP uh, first round exit type, uh, talk, you know, uh, Dirk, when he won the MVP, you know, uh, he was out in the first round. So just to give some perspective already, uh, Noah's putting it quite an exclamation point on this and no matter even we'll get into the suns, but no matter what even happens there, uh, I think it's again, just an amazing opportunity to get experience for a young team and, uh, especially for Michael Porter Jr. And I know we talk about him fucking constantly, but it's just <laughs> such a good chance for him to uh, learn how to be a playoff and a playoff player. And I think, I think this is the the series where he is gonna start making some steps defensively. Actually, cool. Um, I don't. I, I'm not really uh, sure why. Just I just feel like as of a progression. Uh, hitting that huge three and that double overtime game, having that first quarter of the game six, which Nuggets uh, without that quarter probably get blown out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's time for MPJ. I think uh, he's going to start getting at least some more blocks or turnovers and stuff like that. So um, I don't know. What do you, what do you expect to see uh, going forward from uh, this young team, especially MPJ? No. <laughs> Um, I think I think that he has to essentially he has to become the second guy, which he slowly has and, you know, m- may essentially be and is and all that stuff. But he has to become that guy as in like, re- <clears throat> you know, 25 a night. And if we get that, if we get 25 a night from MPJ um, and I, I have real confidence that this series is very much um, very much ours. And, 
I don't think that that is un, an unreasonable thing to um, to see from him. Uh, now, Aaron Gordon, I think, yeah. is somebody who, who seems almost like he – I almost worry about him sometimes when he's on the court. And I don't know if that is being too dramatic. Um, but he – what I worry is that he – when he has the ball and he can't finish – um, which is often, uh, it's just so many wasted buckets and yeah. points. Um, and um, I know that's not quite answering your question. No, but- it's good. And I, I wanted to talk about AG because I feel like he did have a really good series. But yeah, you're right. Like he's not, he's not like the playmaker um, they need in that like kind of spot. And it's kind of weird. You know, there's some plays where like it kind of relies on him to kind of get it started. Right. which is a little odd, you know, but that's kind of because um, Nurkic, they, were, they weren't posting up Nurkic anymore with Jokic. Mm-hmm. So Jokic was doing a lot of screen action and trying having uh, Nurkic chase after him to get um, more of him foul trouble. So that's why Aaron Gordon started off with the ball. So it's going to be interesting to see how Aiton plays it off and, and maybe Gordon kind of goes back. But he also, I think he shot almost 50% from three, though, this series. He um, and he so hit two huge to to hit two huge ones in Game Six, um, yeah. and he was a hundred percent from three actually in Game Six. He hit he was two of two, um, so yeah. Um, but <clears throat> that sort of makes me nervous too. Is when Jokic and Ag are the ones hitting threes. Um, so um, yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of I don't go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just wanted to say a fun fact uh, that I I, I, saw, I heard somewhere is that the Trailblazers only scored six more threes than the Nuggets in the series. That's Isn't that crazy? crazy? Isn't yeah, that, that is crazy. That yeah, is that is insane. insane to me. So there's a That's... lot of players kind of just hitting their open shots, you know, which is <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, it's the eye test. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe something about that series was just – some was well, Dame. It has to be that. It's just that when you have some sort of takeover like that, or a guy who doesn't miss for that amount of time, um, and then basically an entire roster that's dog shit or or close to dog shit, um, whatever a level above that is, is is it makes it look like it's way one side. It makes it look so much more dramatic when they do win, right? Yeah. I think is the is the phenomenon or some shit. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the truth is, is that they were just, a, I don't think, a, a um, comparable team to the Nuggets. If, <clears throat> if Carmelo's getting any minutes in your rotation right now, like you're probably not a real contender in, in any legitimate sense. Um, no. And, and, and he I, was getting a ton of minutes. He was getting a ton of minutes, and, and, and they weren't even going over like eight players in their rotation, mm, like no. barely. Um, no. And 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 I like Anthony Simons, but every time he scored, it made me very upset that the yes. Nuggets let him score. You know, kind of thing. Yes. Yes. Uh, and 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 that's like stuff that can't happen. But uh, my next biggest thing in this series that jumps out to me, Noah, is uh, the count of Monte Cristo, uh, the Monte Morris, <laughs> uh, Noah. Uh, I can't oh, overstate I how important Monte Morris was. <clears throat> especially in the last two games of the series. Um, And he talked about it. I don't know if you saw Noah. They saw it in film 
that uh, Nurkic was uh, sticking to Jokic um, mm-hmm. on the pick and rolls and uh, <laughs> pretty much just leaving the point guard to do whatever, you know? And I love Faku, but he uh, cannot score like Monte Morris. Right. So uh, Monte uh, got encouraged to uh, be more aggressive, take more shots. And uh, he basically um, was like a kind of a Kmart version of Jamal Murray at the end of these games, uh, playing okay. the two-man game with yeah. Jokic. And uh, I think that that might be a recipe to uh, a KFC-type uh, okay. 23 flavor recipe to, yeah, to duplicate in the upcoming games because uh, they you need that. Uh, you need a scoring threat so that they don't just collapse in on Jokic. Um, and Monte, Monte can hit open shots and he can hit open drives. And yeah. it's like, uh, that's another benefit of playing with the best player in the league. But um, I don't know, what what have you saw? And by far the best Monte's looked in, I don't yeah. know, like a year maybe. Yeah, he looks awesome. He looks fast. He was, he's making his shots. He's driving hard. It's like, uh, it's very cool. And then it just makes you like lick your lips for when Barton comes back in which Seems, I feel like last week we said it was inevitable, like any day now, and they kind of teased us real nice and good for that Portland series. But now they say that it's inevitable, but I'm getting off track. Yes, Monte looks great. I'm excited about him. Um, I mean, it really is a a huge boost. I have a question for you is, would you, because his whole thing was, and this was before, Murray got hurt was about being the real leader stepping up on, on that, um, on the bench, like being that six, like, um, what am I trying to say? Being the leader. Um, what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. Leader of the bench. Yeah. Yes. And, um, would you, uh, want to see him take Faku's place or one of the, or Rivers's place as one of the starting, uh, um, instead and have him sort of bite the bullet in whatever he's trying to do. Cause um, sometimes I just don't like the look of seeing either Austin rivers or Faku starting a playoff basketball game at this point. It makes me nervous. Yeah. Um, and Monte look, is I, playing really well. So I thought about it a lot. I think we're, we're like, one more really good shooting game from Monte from it, just him forcing the hand. But right now I think you keep Faku in there just yeah. because I don't like, cause then you have to bring Faku off the bench. And uh, I feel like he works pretty much only with Jokic, <laughs> right. yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. So, yeah, so I right. think like Monte can work with anybody probably. So, um, but I, I do think it, there's a very, I think it might happen just because Monte's playing so well, you know, like, I yeah. think it just might have to happen, but I think Austin Rivers has kind of solidified it. Um, and it would, it is going to be interesting because yeah, they didn't rule out Barton for the first game. He said, right. uh, coach Malone, but it, so it sounds like at least, you know, pretty soon, uh, I bet he'll sit the first game. And then uh, maybe the next couple games, or maybe when they're back in Denver. Yeah, but, I was gonna say he'll. I mean, that would be the thing to do. Certainly, is bring them back when when they're back here. Yeah, so it's gonna go be, off. it's gonna be really interesting to see what Malone does with that. I mean, it. I guess it does depend on how good Barton feels or how much if he's gonna be like on a limit. 
because if he plays like a, a like 10, uh, 13 minutes, you know, maybe he's probably off the bench. Um, and then, so then if you have Barton off the bench, then maybe you can put Monte right. into the starting lineup that's and then have, like. then have Faku and Barton <laughs> Uh, and that's that and then that's like sneaky weird like uh like steel time or like thief corner you know like i don't know yeah. i kind of like the idea of like faku just being <clears throat> like a defensive backup point guard kind of yeah plus like people um, i also like the idea of people just forgetting about will barton like the Suns, like halfway through the series or something will barton just comes off the bench like wait what the hell <laughs> and he just starts either dra- just draining threes or you know going off um yeah. Uh, God, I'm just having like weird, um, uh, you know, fantasies of what a full strength, like an entirely full strength roster of this team would look like, you know? And um, it is, it's exciting to think about. I think there is a chance. <laughs> um, all right, my uh, sorry, I got no. Call. That's okay. I knew it. I I thank you. That's okay. I I was about to vamp. I didn't know. I was getting nervous. Jacob's <laughs> on call at his job. Jacob's a nurse at the euthanasia center at where they. What do you do again? Yeah, yeah. I put down nurses. Uh, that's nurse right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you put down first responder puppies. <laughs> So anyway, it's going to be real interesting to see uh, how Barton does. Uh, I guess PJ Dozier is also practicing a little bit, but um, seems not as close. But they're hopeful for this series. So that are they really sounds kind of bad? Uh, it's it's hopeful, you know. Well, all we have to do is make it to the you know NBA Finals, and then I think we have PJ back. Yeah, I didn't so think it made it. I thought they were pretty clear that they didn't feel like he was going to return at all for the playoffs. No, no, they're 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 thinking uh, he he's going to be able to do maybe the series, but I'm thinking maybe the next one if if applicable. All right, Noah, uh, yes. let's before we uh, head out of here, um, let's look forward to the second round tomorrow night. The Nuggets play their first game in the second round in Phoenix at against the Phoenix Suns, a classic two versus three seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you uh what are you looking for tomorrow at least in the first game? Um I'm looking for the uh the Nuggets to come out strong. Very strong. Mm-hmm. The Phoenix Suns have gotten all this hype. You got that um Darren Brocker Brocken guy. You got that Charles um Charles Christopher 3 or whatever. Yeah, and that, that Devin Ayton um, so you got all these guys that sort of there's a hype train around them. And I'm like, why has there never been a hype train around the Nuggets the way that there's been around the Suns? You know, I looked up and I put this on the Instagram and I'm answering your question. I looked up the weather in Phoenix um, for this week and I'll, I'll read it to you on the pod. Um, it is so Sunday today is 105. Tomorrow for game one is 100. Tuesday is 98, then 100, then 100, then 104, and then 107, and then 111, and then 113, and then 114. And so that's all hotter than it's going to be in Baghdad this week. Baghdad, of course, is in Iraq. Um, So I think the Nuggets need to come out strong. They need to not let the hype get into their head. 
Um, and I think, I think if there's a really good chance that they take one or both of these games in um, that hellhole of a city, that they um, can very much control this series and move on to the Western Conference Finals. Jacob, what's your prediction? I do want to just mention the weather you're bringing up in, in Phoenix. Uh, on a personal note, my job is HVAC uh, customer service, sure. and I am assigned pretty randomly to Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, And so I handle the air conditioning for those temperatures that you are talking about. And I will say that the summers are notoriously bad and uh, to work at uh, because, but it's weird because the equipment there is like actually built to withstand that, but Mm -hmm. it's when it, it, and it does get over 110 is when it gets uh, super terrible. Well, I'll uh, tell you exactly. The break. It's yeah. going to be 111 and then 113 and 114 next week. So yeah. Um, imagine calling and complaining about that. Hi, my air conditioning broke. It's 114 outside. Do you ever answer and be like, yeah, you live in the worst place in the world in terms of heat. Do you ever tell nope. that to them and then, and then hang up? Yeah. Yeah. I do that all the time. Or, okay. but the worst is even when it's hot like that and someone calls in and it's like, uh, we're, our AC is too good. It's, it's cold. Yeah. It's yeah. cold in our, in our apartment yeah. building. Yeah. We want it more hot now. It's like open the window, yeah. go outside for a second. And, yeah. And then they're like, well, our windows are painted shut. And then they're like, we'll call our carpenter or somebody. And then, <laughs> Yeah, and then it's a whole thing. Phoenix is crazy, bro. Um, but yeah. Shout out, Phoenix. Uh, I I really like the Suns team. This is going to be a hard for the Denver Nuggets. But um, I'm really looking forward to Jokic versus Aiton. Aiton had a great series, uh, Noah, and against the Lakers. Uh, a totally different matchup, though. What a poor guy has to go from, like, AD to Jokic now. And... Uh, I it's gonna be uh, Yo- uh, Jokic versus Aiton this year um, was pretty actually even. Aiton actually kind of attacked Jokic defensively uh, or offensively. Uh, Aiton was really attacking Jokic, so uh, I'm I'm kind of worried about that a little bit. Sure. Hopefully, Jokic puts on his defensive shorts a little bit, but um, it, it, it also one game against Jokic. Uh, um, uh, Aiton did foul out, which um, is going to be another huge thing. And I think you know, Jokic just got through with a series where he was trying to foul Nurkic out, and he's going to do the same thing because if they foul Jokic Aiton out, uh, there is no one on their bench that can guard Jokic at all. Yeah. Um, and Frank I like Kaminsky. Sarge and Kaminsky. Yeah, uh, yeah but I mean that's <laughs> that's not where you want to be as a Phoenix fan. I don't think. Frank the Tank, bro. Frank, Frank the, the tank. tank, Frank the Tank, rolling through Poland, rolling through <laughs> Eastern Europe. <laughs> it's like what? No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I also another matchup I'm looking forward to. Noah is, uh, yeah, the the guy from the State Farm commercials versus uh, Faku Campazzo. Uh, if 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 it does happen, if Faku starts, um, Chris Paul, we've already seen it in the game they played before. Uh, Chris Paul was uh, attacking Faku and mm-hmm. trying to uh, make a statement out of that. And Chris Paul is like the classic point guard who does that, who finds matchups to attack like that. And uh, they have a history, um, something with low blows and in, in international play or something like that. So um, 
I don't know, man, but Chris Paul uh, in, in, is uh, obviously not as healthy as he could be for sure. So maybe that might be the uh, tipping uh, the scales in the Nuggets' favor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we love those commercials. And <laughs> I think, yeah, I think this is the season that the old guard falls um, and crumbles and, and it, um, and it, um, and I agree. (laughs) I think that, yeah, I think that CP three is going to go up against um, an MVP and an MVP led Denver nuggets who are young and spry and ready to lead a team into the next generation. And also they're not cranky, you know, curmudgeons. CP3 is sort of like what I would be, I feel like, if I was a basketball player. You know, chip on our shoulder all the time, not winning when it counts, and like cranky. Um, So, And also the leader of the um, Players Association. That's what I would be if I was the um, basketball player. So a politician, (laughs) essentially. Um, So, yeah, I'm not actually super too much worried about him, especially, like you say, if he is – um, on the fritz. One more thing I forgot to mention earlier, Noah, in my line of uh, championship, mm. uh, shit for a championship, uh, in game six, uh, apparently Michael Porter Jr. told Coach Malone to keep riding with J. Mike because he was killing the boards, Noah. That's yes. Michael Porter Jr. That is character issues, question marks in the draft. Michael Porter Jr., uh, donating his time to Jermichael Green because uh, it was the right thing to do for the game. Uh, that's championship, no championship. Wow, I like that so much. He is um, he's he's becoming a leader, and uh, and that's again a testament to the leader on the team. Um, and that's great stuff. And we destroyed um, J Mike last year. Um, we embarrassed him and his team. And also, we should mention this. We have essentially ended two franchises um, and, like, you know, their reputations, basically, and their standing in the NBA. I don't know how the Clippers, how this series is going to end up, um, but, like, you know, we got Terry Stoltz fired. That's what happened. We did it. Terry Stoltz, yep. the eight-year, ten-year, uh, tenured hen- uh, head coach of the Portland Trailblazers uh, got fired right after the Nuggets beat him. I know I'm going off. This is, um, you know, uh, redundant now. But just ask good... the seventy, just ask the seventy sixers if they're appreciative of the Nuggets for uh, Doc Rivers. You know, that's right. It looks like they, um, it looks like they must be, and we're appreciative of Doc Rivers' is River, <laughs> Rivers, or whatever. Yeah. You know, the fuck Full circle. And we're appreciative of you, listeners. Uh, if you have time, please rate, subscribe, comment, tell your friends, tell tell us that you're listening, tell tell uh, your moms. Uh, we're good with moms. Uh, do you have anything to plug, Noah, before we get out of here? Um, no, I'll be in Portland, or excuse me, <laughs> I'll be in Boulder, um, and then also at for the Fort um, Comedy Fort for the game. Patrick, happy birthday uh, this weekend. Sweet. Um, I'm going to be at the Denver Comedy Lounge this weekend, uh, June 11th through 13th. So come to any of those effing shows. Two shows a night, right? I I don't even know. So I think uh, so, Jacob. Okay, two shows a night. uh, So come see us then. 
And uh, hey, everyone, go get a famous bowl. Watch some Nuggets second round playoffs, and uh, we'll talk to you guys. Next I think week. we're yeah. I think we're having a guest next week too. Sorry, who's a we're having fan? special Sun guest fan, and hopefully uh, we have the upper hand in the interview. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cool. Very good. Thanks, Jacob. Bye. Right, bye.